Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The show you're about to listen to is very old and comes with a warning. When we recorded these shows over a decade ago, the world was a different place and we were little more than children. As a result of this, you might hear a few things that by today's standards, we judge to be inappropriate or offensive. Please don't be offended. In the years that have passed since recording these shows, we've all grown up to be wonderful, loving, liberal, free-thinking, open-minded individuals. If the us from over a decade ago say something to upset the you of today, please understand that we're as disgusted with ourselves as you are. But isn't this what life is all about? Learning and growing? We all said and did things in our younger days that make us cringe when we think about them. We just recorded it and put it out on the internet. With all that in mind, I hope you enjoy the show. Oh, and there's just one more thing. Don't email the show or try to enter competitions. We don't have that email anymore and all the competitions are over. We do have a Facebook group where you're very welcome to discuss any aspects of the podcast. Please visit simplysyndicated.com for more information. Welcome to this week's Movies You Should See, the first Movies You Should See of 2007. Woo. This week we're discussing the movie Amores Peros. Which is translated as Love is a Bitch. One for Linton. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Directed by... <laughs> Directed by um, Alejandro González Iñárritu. The one so, only uh, time the director's name will be mentioned during this. <laughs> yeah, show. that's it. Yes. I can't do it twice. What, what was his first name again? We'll just refer to him Alejandro. as the director. The director. The director. We'll just call him Al. <laughs> Al. Better say it. we like him. He's yeah. good. Speaking of names, I'm Mike Dawson. I'm Tristan Ophield. I'm Alison Downing. I'm Richard Smith. And tonight, one night only, I'll be Craig Bevan. <laughs> but I might be the same next week as well. <laughs> Thinking about making it a permanent thing. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> so this is Amoris Perros. This is Amoris Perros. What are we going to say about the thing before yeah, we get started? Say, before we jump straight in, um, today we're going to announce the winner of the iPod Nano competition at the end of the show. Yes. So Exciting. You have to listen to the babble to get there, or you can fast forward. But I was going to say, you, you can probably fast forward, but... Uh, we won't tell you You don't else. fast forward through this show. What are you talking about? No. What are you talking about? No. no if you do, why do you download it? If anything, you play it on half speed. We sound more manly like that. <laughs> I don't want to sound like that. <laughs> oh, you oh, sound more do. manly. Start scratching me balls and that. <laughs> Subscribe to the Freudian view. I think you want to be a man deep down. Oh, do you? Yeah. Do you fucking really? <laughs> It's starting to bother me. See, now. these are apparently the bits that people fast forward through. Yeah. Uh, some people, um, so there then. are some shows that they must have just turned on and then turned straight off again. Probably. Yeah. To yeah. forego the formality of actually listening. Big trouble oh, it's in like China. Like we said, if, you, yeah. if you're the kind of person Big who gets upset when we go off topic, I've not seen that one. <laughs> what? This is one of your discoveries, Mike. Wasn't Small discoveries yes. in Chinatown. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Do carry on, sorry. Oh, yeah, it's all right. Sorry. Directed by Al. What year? Directed by Al, 2001. 2001. This was one of the old... Um, six years ago. Six years ago. This was one of the old... Uh, Kid Maths skills. 10% of a million. That's brilliant. Really. <laughs> brilliant. Uh, yeah, this was one of the old... Uh, the Tuesday afternoon art house specials at Cineworld, uh, which used to frequent quite often. And Because mm. uh, um, you worked there. Because I worked there. And, uh, and yeah, this was, a, this was a, one of those... 
cinema discoveries and I can remember watching this and, and coming out and being completely fucking blown away by literally it. coming out literally coming out of the <laughs> cinema <laughs> as gay. most people do when gay? they go into the cinema they come out um, only most people only most people some people never no, come back some people <laughs> some skeletons at the back what do you think popcorn is yeah <laughs> I there could tell you a thing or two. Dead cinema goers. Yeah. I could tell you a thing. If you, you think it's oil they cook it with. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Cinema acid. popcorn is people. <laughs> it is people. It's the staff they didn't like very much. <laughs> Those people who couldn't rip the tickets properly and get a tear on one, you know, halfway through. Shocking. Don't you hate that when you get half a stub? Anyway, this film is... Yeah, it really pisses, it really me, pisses off. me off. I it's almost as bad as getting a semi. It's really shit. <laughs> um, it's kind of like, what are you? It's like a semi ticket. Yeah. <laughs> so, aren't you? There's no reason for you, you to exist now. No, yeah. it's like, you know... What? Semi? Yeah. What? <laughs> you, get, you get a semi and you think, what the fuck can I do with that? <laughs> <laughs> I can't go for a piss and I can't have sex. It's pointless. <laughs> it's... <laughs> No, then it's the beginnings of a nice, special personal time. Yeah. <laughs> Depends on the setting. Don't really. view what it is, view its potential. I think, I feel we're beating around I'm the bush. I'm killing Tristan now. <laughs> no pun intended there. I can't fucking breathe. Semi. Semi at work is the worst. So when, when you say... <laughs> office work. <laughs> semi. So, yeah, when, when you get a semi-stub, just think about it, though. Really. Okay, move okay. On, please. Okay. So, yeah, watch, watch this film. Fucking amazing. And slowly introduce it to other people. And I don't think anyone really likes it as much as I do. No, but it's I, an awesome film. I love it. I just, for me, it loses it in the, for me, it loses it in the last act a bit. But that's... Key point to right. remember when showing this film to other people, it does have subtitles, so you will seem very intelligent. Mm. <laughs> Because you can read. Watch this. I've seen a film, a film with subtitles. With on. subtitles, which is very. And you can watch it too, and you'll be intelligent then as well. You see, it's interesting you say that it loses it in the last act because for most you people, love the last in, act. including myself, it loses it in the middle act. Middle, yeah. Because we've got we've basically this is a very unusual, um, well, not very unusual, but it is. It's not of the three act structure in terms of character. You have three separate stories. Uh, which are all connected by one car crash, which we see in the opening scene. Well, they're they're all still going on, aren't they? But in each act, one is central. One is central, yeah. You get little switches. bits of all the other stories. Mm. I do feel that the third story is... How is that linked to the car crash in any other... Oh, he yeah, goes, no, he's there. Yeah, yeah sorry. No, yeah, that's a spoiler, bottles. so... Sorry, we'll wait I for that one. Yeah. I, I think they all connect. That's the thing that connects all three characters. It's that, yeah. that car crash in the opening yeah. scene. Each different act is filmed and shot. Uh, well, not shot in a very different way, but the the structure of each act is very different. Yes. How we're shown, what we're shown. So in that last act, things are completely different. Mm. The pace of the film changes. The way that we're we're shown the character changes, and. Um, I think it's the slowest one, which probably why you disengage mm. a little it's bit. It's not that I'm starting to wonder whether I've actually, whether I'm losing my attention span. But um, what are you saying? I don't know. Who are you? Um, so look at the bird. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. Well, let's go briefly through the the three stories. We've got uh, the first one, which is a story about a young man called Octavio, who is. Um, down and out, fairly poor, lives with his brother and his wife and his mother. And And the baby. And the baby. Um, And they're all crammed in in quite a small house. And he one day, does he find... No, no, his brother has a dog and he takes the dog out for whatever reason. No, the dog just goes wandering off. Yeah, the dog goes wandering off. She gets home from work and school. Gets to where there's a dog fight going on and a chap who's just won the dog fight, his dog is still riled up, so he sets his dog on... Six it on this. Six uh, it on Octavia's dog. Coffee. Um, that's it. Um, later to be called Blackie. Um, yeah. How like imaginative. The, like the drink, but not spelled the same. same not yeah. The same, yeah. Um, yeah, and he kicks his ass and kills the dog, um, and then Octavia realises that this dog is one mean-ass motherfucker and could probably well, is it, is it net him. Hey, it's, it's not a Rottweiler. Rottweiler. No, is it a Rottweiler? Yeah. Right. And could probably net him a lot of money in the future. So starts to take him to dogfights, and lo and behold, every dogfight he goes wins, into, wins, he wins. kicks ass. 
Um, during this, we also have the fact that he is in love with his brother's wife. wife. And his brother treats his wife like an absolute... He just, he's, he's appalling. Yeah. He's, he's, he's appalling. He he's violent. He's abusive. He is the worst example of male, isn't he? Yeah. He really is, yeah. And he's stupid. And his brother tells him so, you know, being tough is not going to make you smart. Because mm. he, he pulls off uh, a number of small robberies and stuff, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah. To sort of pay his way. But does he bring any of that money home? You don't no. see it. You see a shitty 20-year-old Walkman. Yeah, he kind of spends it there and then, doesn't he? <clears> yeah. He doesn't invest in anything. He doesn't bring it back. I don't Never know what he's Never buys anything for the baby or anything like that. <coughs> no sense of responsibility for his family at all. And you kind of feel like the mother is sympathetic towards both of her sons, but mainly Ramiro, the, mm. the violent one. Yeah. Um, and pretty much blames everything on everyone around him rather than on him. Mm-hmm. He's like the son who can do no wrong, but he's a shithead. He's a horrible he, guy. In fact, does more wrong than anyone else. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, he's trying to... So Octavia is trying to um, save up enough money so that him and his brother's wife can run away together. And that's the plan. Eventually, and, she had, well, first of all, she has none of it, doesn't she? Yeah. Uh, this is this is a difficult one to sum up because there's spoilers at every act, really. Because it overlaps quite a lot. Because yeah. it overlaps quite a lot. So this is, we're going to have to be quite delicate with how we describe this film. Um, well, I suppose we could say, you know, but the title of the film, Love is a Bitch. Yeah. It, you know, it's, yeah. it's very evident on every single story. It is. Should we move on to the second story yeah. for the moment? And then mm-hmm. we'll, okay. we'll come back yeah. and talk yeah. about it generally later yeah. on. The second story, we have... A more we have, now we get a, a slight social upcrease here. Basically, we go to people who are <coughs> I don't know if that's a just word. Made up a word. I just made up a word. Increase, increase maybe. Upscale, yeah. upscale, yeah. upscale. That was what I was looking for. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're now with uh, quite a wealthy uh, couple. It's um, the magazine editor. He is yes. magazine yes. editor. And then the girl is a model, isn't she? Yeah. She's yeah. one of the yeah. top models. She's just. Well. Like landed a huge job, hasn't she? Yeah, perfume, perfume, yeah, modeling contract. Right. Well, we're not told straight away that he's seeing her. No. When we first meet him, he's in the car with his wife and yeah. children, and the children aren't getting on with each other. The wife's miserable, and you just see this picture of a really unhappy family. Yeah. And he drives past this huge hoarding of this model um, advertising some perfume, and straight away I thought he's fucking her. Yeah. <laughs> It's, Straight away. it's done there's, really there's well. It's a phone isn't call yeah. as well, isn't there? It's a phone yeah. calls uh, all the time. Whenever he goes home, the phone rings, but when his wife answers, nobody's there. So it's clearly the girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, it's his little device that comes up a little bit later on as well. The phone calls. Yeah, yeah. I must admit that this one stuck in my mind quite a lot because when we watched it the other night, that was the first time I'd seen it for a couple of years, mm. and the only thing I mainly remember from the middle section. Was that bloody woman in the wheelchair oh, continuously yeah. shouting? And it came God. back, and suddenly it was like a flashback to Nam. Yeah, <laughs> she's like yeah. nails on a chalkboard. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The thing about this woman is she's absolutely beautiful. Yes, but that's and it. It's all external. It. All her beauty is external. Yeah, it um, is. Say more words. Mm. Is this, this whole story is about the grass being greener? And um, yeah, definitely m- make, making choices that are really shit, really mm. dodgy, and choosing the wrong person to love. Yeah, well, it's about the different types of love as well. Like you know, there's you might fall in love with somebody because they're beautiful, and you want to like just clap and go, "Well done, keep that up." You know, here, mm. have a special badge or something mm. like that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I love you. Here's a badge. That's special, like yeah, the, 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 special to me. They're the kind, the, you know, where you fall in love with somebody and you just you know, need to, sort of to ring a bell so someone comes along and can help you remove your trousers because you're <laughs> immobilised with lust. Or the real rare kind, which is sometimes you see someone and all you want to do all day is wear a cravat, but that's extremely rare. Mm, definitely. But that's again, it does go through. What kind of love? I mean, the, the first story that is actual. He really is in love with his brother's wife in the traditional sense, isn't he? And, yes, he's he, in love with her. Oh. I think he feels protective of her. I think he fancies her a lot. Definitely. Because what, what we get shown, he, he shows his friend that he loves her, but how he is with her, he's lustful of her. Mm. But he's also protective, so it's a weird one. Mm. I don't There's, necessarily think he's genuinely I also get the oh, feeling that he's, he's felt like this for a very long time. A long though. time. Mm. Mm. 
he liked her before he met his brother. Exactly. His brother. So I, I think it is a lot more about love as opposed to just wanting to take care of her. And actually, that's a good point because I would have, I would have taken the whole if you've got a you know siblings stealing partners off each other, then there's kind of there's undertones of sibling rivalry and yeah and a bit you know like status really possibly. are you do you want her or do you just want one over your older brother who's a bit yeah. of a dick but yeah like you say they knew each other before yeah the two had ever met so you can kind of argue that that is actually properly yeah but it's is he just saying love. that is he just trying to convince himself that he's always like I, do, I believe him I believe him I think he's totally besotted with this girl I think he is as well for what he goes through mm. waiting yes. for her yeah, I think he does yeah. love her, but at the at the beginning of of seeing that develop, you can see the way he's looking at her over the kitchen table that yeah. day when he's talking about um, what they do to baby boys in Guadalajara, and just the way he's looking at her in that scene, you think, yeah, you've day got one. a massive soft spot. Day one, you yeah. can tell, and there's a spark between the both of them, really. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, there, there is. is actually. I remember that because I've not seen it for a while, but I remember the chemistry being awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's mm. fantastic. As soon and as they com- sat next to each other, <clears throat> yeah, it's completely not present with her husband Ramiro. It's just not mm. there. Mm. Oh, and the second story, I'd say that the second story is the weakest of the three. I agree with you. It's Ma- quite mainly because basically, what we yeah, so we have we. I think we can give away that the the car crash connection here is that. Uh, Octavia's car has rammed into her car mm. Mm. Um, and she loses well she didn't lose but she's got uh, she's so got severe, severe problem scarring with up scarring her leg, up her leg. as yeah. a model this is a problem yeah, um, broken leg. She, she's got braces all over the place yeah. it's pinned in loads of places she's got multiple fractures in, it's pretty in much fever. career over unless you're doing yeah. headshots and finger modelling yeah. um, <laughs> yeah. see I, I never saw it as that I thought that yeah, it is the centre of a universe to be beautiful and to be physically perfect. But she could have worked. She's such a negative character mm. yeah. and yes. so self obsessed and superficial that she's destroyed by all this. Mm. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. Well, it's interesting because you know what he's gone for in effect as well. What he's like, he's left his wife, he's left his children to go for this. Absolutely young, beautiful, yeah. beautiful woman, and in an instant, what he's actually taking, what he actually wants from her, is taken away, and already the the see the cracks start to show in their yeah. relationship within away. within yeah. minutes of this happening. And but he's he's, he's trying to yeah though, he is supportive he? of her. He doesn't like leave her and go straight back to his wife or anything. But he's trying. <coughs> but you can see how the cracks are growing, and maybe even more so in her mind. He, she's thinking, right, well, why does this guy want me? Because I'm not beautiful, I, I I'm not think beautiful that's anymore. that's sabotage as well. I think, she's doing yeah. it to I think it's more to do with her not helping herself. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Because he is there and he's caring for her. And he's he does doing love her. I really oh, yeah. do think he loves her, you know? He's, or at least he it, thinks he does, you know what I mean? Mm. Mm. He's made a huge sacrifice. He's God, left yeah. his family for her. Yeah, yeah. Um, which he reminds her of later on, but... Like you were saying before about her beauty, that's all she's got. Mm. When it's taken away, she's an ugly, ugly person. And she says hurtful and horrible things. She, th- she expects so much of him and calls him selfish and abuses him. I wouldn't say that this is the weakest act. I would just no, say that she annoyed me so fucking but much. That's, it, See, that's a testament it, to the acting in the film in general. Yeah, but it's also it's a balance between the actual audience. Like, you want to... Okay, she's annoying, but maybe to the point where she pisses the audience off so much that they don't like that act is almost... Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Maybe pushing it, was, it too It was far. the whole... Richie, I wanted to shoot that dog in the face. Maybe yeah. we should explain the dog a bit, because mm-hmm. they've moved into a new flat and they've got um dodgy floorboards and at the first day they move in there's a hole cracks up in the floorboards the dog uh chases a ball underneath the floor and starts to run around after the ball but won't come back out again and they leave chocolates down there for it they leave you know trying to entice it out and uh, it just won't come out and every night they sort of hear it whimpering and and she thinks that the rats have eaten the dog and and all manner of things. If the dog and, had but, a different name, I would... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but this goes on for fucking yeah. ages See, after well. a couple of days of the dog thing, I'd have fucked off. See, I'd have just left. The thing is that she... Sorry, Alison. It's the, okay. The, I'll go after. 
he's out all day, she's in all day, the dog's her only company. True. And it's going to love her regardless of however ugly she might feel or how much of a vicious person she is. Mm. Mm. That's Almost Does that's it, her love, that's the story. Her baby, I can appreciate... Oh, sorry, Alison, do you want All right, to... no, no, it's okay. I can appreciate all this. It's just... Richie! Richie, Richie, it just fucking pissed me off beyond I think, belief. I think I'd rather it does stick it on purpose. pins yeah. in my own face than hear her say that name again. I think it does it on purpose. I think you're supposed to feel as irritated by her as he begins to. Yeah. Mm. Very, very quickly. Because that's all he is as well. It's never Daniel, Daniel. No. It's the fucking dog. Yeah. Mm. She's more bothered about the dog than him. She's more bothered yeah. about the dog than the apartment floor. And that's all he sees. Her. You know, she's broken her leg now. This is it. All she gives a shit about is the dog. Why am I Why am I even here? Did you notice the... Um, sorry, there's a slight interjection here. Did you notice the... There was a, I felt... I didn't notice the first time I watched it, but I saw there was a bit of a Three Colours Reds reference with the poster. Yeah. And Definitely. the way what the poster represents at certain points, and there's the bit at the end of Three Colours Red. And right, so the yeah, poster comes down. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which was mirrored in Amoris Perose. And I'd never noticed that. It was really bizarre. Yeah, it's a good one, though, isn't it? Yeah. It's a, almost a complete. Hello, Mr. Kozlovsky. <laughs> yeah. Do you like what I did with this? <laughs> That's amazing. You yeah. referenced something in a Spanish film from a French film. I understood it. Shot in yeah. Switzerland. <laughs> How I've grown. How I've grown. Gosh. And I, I knew as soon as you said it. That was amazing. Well done, Richard. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I know so, I'm being very quiet. I'd just like to say I'm not drunk. Okay. For the benefit of our listeners. I'm stuck about things to say without really giving the plot away very much. It's very much a... You need to explain what happens to understand mm. the type of film it is. Mm. Something we haven't said, it's sort of a variation on the Pulp Fiction sort of thing, method of storytelling. Sort of, but more conventional, because with Pulp Fiction... It's more linear than that, but yeah. it's far less linear than I remembered it being when we watched it again, mm. because it does go... It flits about either side of the crash in mm. time. Yes, it does, Because yeah. we start with the crash and then go back yeah. days... And then we come back to the crash. And then we go, and back, then we go again. back again. But, and then we come back to the... It kind of, yeah, that's how it works. <clears throat> it, it's, you start with the crash, then you begin your first act up until the crash. Then you go back in time and start at an earlier point in the second act up until the crash and then go ahead. And then in the third act, you go back again. No, yeah. you don't. And then carry... Third act, you go after. <coughs> huh? Sure, you go after the crash. No, no, you, you give each, it... each act you're given a bit before the crash. Where does the third act start then? The third act starts with him. He's waiting outside the office building, isn't he? He's for his daughter, isn't he? Or... No, he's waiting oh, no. to see the guys. No, it starts with the cops with the setting cops him up in the car. In the car, mm. who are setting him up, and then are going to uh, give him the job to do. The cop and the guy who sets yeah. him on the course. Yeah. Now yeah. the the Gustavo. the two yeah. guys in the car. The guy who's the cop always reminded me of somebody, and I suddenly realised that it's not the actor; it's the guy with the wig shop in Goodfellas. Is it? Is it? Because I What's also his name? thought... Is it Mari? Mari. <laughs> Mari's wigs. Um, I also thought it looked a bit like Mike Bassett, England manager. <laughs> yeah, he does, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, um, and um, funny uh, Mike looks a bit like uh, Gail. Yeah. <laughs> oh. So the think? third story <laughs> is about a hitman. Yeah. Isn't it? Hang on. A, where is it? An ex-con turned... Uh, Hired assassin. I'm not. I'm not buying that. He, he's a Sandinista. He's a terrorist. He's a guerrilla. He goes out shooting people for political reasons. He's a political assassin. Mm. Um, and we we get told he left his family for Ex, that lifestyle. Ex-con tramp turned hired assassin. I just want to say, just briefly, uh, second act. I thought the acting was incredible. When it got to the sort of heightened stages where they're having vicious arguments and stuff like that, I thought it was. Fucking electric yeah. in places. Plus mm. they cut a leg off. Plus they cut a leg off, yeah. For the I role. don't remember that. Does it go that far? Yeah. yeah she gangrene. gets an infection and a wound. Um, it's gangrene. gangrene. And, and gangrene sets in. That's career so it goes over. that far. 
Mm. Uh, I, I don't remember it going that far. Yeah, no. at that yeah. point in his career over, the doctors should have acted sooner. Yeah. They knew it was yeah. infected, but Shit. left it. Mm. Um, th- see, the third act for me is the weakest because I think it goes on just a little bit. Again, I think it goes on just a little bit too long. Um, at that point, it does feel like you've been watching a long film. Yeah, True. and it's still like I'm searching for the end in sight. I mean, and the payoff's great. The payoff's mm. lovely. It really is. Um, and again, I just thought it was drawn out a little bit longer. A less self-indulgent edit might have so saved it for me. But yeah, I don't think it's indulgent. There's just yeah, maybe that is no, that is the wrong word. It's a change in pace, and it's a cha- each story has a change in pace and a change in tone, and possibly the you got to feel the pace really for the film and for each story, and maybe what he did wrong. But it couldn't have worked structurally if he'd done it the other way. But maybe if he'd done the first story last or vice versa. But then you wouldn't have had that grab. No, it wouldn't have grabbed grabbed you at all. It wouldn't have grabbed you at all. Whereas I think you kind of... And if it had been the second story last, you'd have ended on a bit of a low, I find. Because definitely you'd have been a bit irritated I just think you you could have cut... I seem to remember a lot of him walking places. There's a lot of him scoping things out and and driving mm. around, and there's lots of there's uh, at three or four different uh, three points I think in each film. There's uh, one thing that connects. There's a few things that connect each story. Obviously, the car crash, the dogs, mm. and at one point I noticed this time around, every character, every major character has a lovely little examination of a photo album at some point. Mm. That each one of them at some point will pull out a photo album and take mm. a look at, the, at their past. And the only one I picked that up on him was the last one because that's very significant. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but it's in all, <coughs> it's in all three of them. And family's a big theme in this film. Yeah. Family's a big theme, yeah. And this, the third one is my favourite of the three stories because there's, I feel that there's more to it. I love the guy who plays the hitman's uh, his performance. I think is He's incredible. Fantastic. No, it's a, it's a real solid. cool, it, oh, cool. It's a different <coughs> take on the hired gun thing. Um, which I really like. It's also, it's more towards the realistic edge because in film you often see the lone gunman portrayed as relatively wealthy driving a flash car and stuff like that. And the reality of it is it's not like that. Mm. I mean, the tramp is kind of, this character is the the extreme in the other direction. But Mm. uh, what I like about it is the fact that, you know, a tramp is a ghost. Yeah. yeah, no one pays attention to a tramp. Exactly, yeah. I did so think that you could just get away with yeah. so much. Shit. Exactly. Yeah. So he, says, he, already he says at one point, doesn't he? I'm a mm. ghost. Yeah. So he's already so under the radar mm. just from his appearance. Yeah. 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 Well, to all intents and purposes, to his family, he's he is dead. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. His wife and he agreed um, when he got sent to prison that they'd tell their daughter that he was dead. Yeah. And he became a ghost. He became invisible to everyone, really. But, uh, you know, going back to his performance on a very, very basic level, when um, Inyaritu gave him the job, he must have said, right, as of today, you do not cut, wash your hair, yeah. you do yeah. not brush it, <clears throat> barely wash, and and you don't shave. He looks mucky. As he well. looks yeah. filthy. His skin looks filthy. It looks makeup, like he prepared for this film. I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah. think it is at all. No, neither I, do I. It looks like he prepared for shooting this film by actually living on the streets of Mexico City <laughs> for three months. Mm-hmm. That's what he looks like, and I think it's fucking amazing. The transformation as well. You know what I mean? Mm. Mm. Like from the previous pictures. Yeah, we can't really delve much more into in, that in the photo album. The previous pictures. Mm. Yeah. You can yeah. See how clean cut he is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. And when then, he's a terrorista. And then all the the stuff as well, and the the connection with the dogs is obviously that he collects dogs, he collects homeless dogs. There is family, and it's oh, yeah. his, his his acts of kindness. And then after the car crash, uh, Coffee the the fighting dog, he he rescues the dog, Octavia's, Octavia's well, dog, yeah, yeah. Uh, nurses it back to health. Does he steal his wallet as well? Yeah, yeah. He See, that, that I wasn't expecting no, at all. No, you don't, it, you don't he, expect him to be a little cheeky fucker as no, well, do you? because regardless of you know, these acts of kindness mm. and the juxtaposing with him being a hitman, you, when he's going up to the car, he's approaching the car, you're expecting help. You're expecting him to, to yeah, help. Yeah, he's one of those weird animal people that they have in films sometimes. 
with the whole, if it was an American movie, there'd be a heartfelt conversation with him to, uh, explaining how dogs are nicer than people yeah. because they don't have wars and kill yeah. each other. And, and they don't pretend you're dead. And all that sort <laughs> of And thing. that kind of stuff. But it is, yeah, it is effectively that, that, yeah, the dogs are nicer than people because, they're, you know, they don't, they're not going to judge him. They're not going to... They're loyal. They're loyal to him and, you know, and he helps them out and it's easier to help them. In but, this film, so when they have dead dogs... Yeah, they're under anaesthetic. Mm. Really? They look that was dead. never look that dead? was not on the list at all. I was going to say, were they <coughs> actually dead dogs or fake dead dogs? No, no, dogs anaesthetized. I said That's to incredible. you yesterday, didn't I? I said those dogs must be anaesthetized. Their tongues are lolling out and they look like they've been knocked out. They look proper dead, don't they? <laughs> they really do, and this is what almost case? lost me about this film. To be honest with you, right? Um. We open on a dog that's been shot and is bleeding to death ostensibly in a car. And then very, very quickly we go to a dog fight in arena and it's cut so fucking well. Mm. <laughs> it's yeah. it, the masterful it, editing here. This very nearly landed them in a lot of trouble with, I'm the, not with surprised. the BBFC. Um, obviously in, in terms of international distribution because as soon as you start, it's you can't you couldn't make this... In America, you couldn't, no. you know, the stuff that they do with these animals, but then it, and it could be argued to be cruelty, but yeah. it's, it's not, they've been very clever with the way they've cut it together to make things look and seem a lot more vicious than they Looked probably horrific. are. It does look horrific. It looks yeah. horrific. You, you see dogs going see, for I, each other. You yeah. might not see flesh tearing, but you see a lot of blood and you see teeth mm. and dogs in serious you know, mouth on throat clenches and it's just a bit blood curdling mm. for a, a British sensibility. You, you don't hurt doggies, you just don't. <laughs> and you don't make doggies hurt each other. We had dog fights uh, here till not long ago. Um, they're illegal though. and um, I got the impression they weren't so legal there. Mm. Well, then, no, they're not. And they're very illegal activity. And my I father used they... to prosecute people who, um, who ran dog fights at... And he used to come home and talk about his work and stuff like that. And it's always devastated me as a concept that human beings could set animals on each other. So for that alone, I nearly just couldn't do this film. Mm. I must admit, I'm slightly disturbed by the anesthetic thing because they were dragging them around a lot and picking their head up, head drops down. But if you watch, if you watch carefully, some of the actors do give it away because they. They're nursing the head while they put them down. Like yeah. one of the the dog after one of the dog fights, and they put a dog on. I just I just caught one of the extras like nursing the dog's head down very very gently, very gently. and quickly. When they put him in the truck, if it was dead, it would just be chuck it in. Yeah. I so they they do give that they do give that away. They're not as rough as they would be if they were actually dead. But well, at least they, they, they they love the dogs as well. So you could argue that that's what I got from it. Mm. Yeah, I've seen. So you'd, you'd still care for a, a dead pet of yours, you know what I mean? If you died, know, we wouldn't. I never just got the sense of the dog fight. I wouldn't give you a leg and a wing out the door. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I never got the sense of the dog fighters really cared that much about the dogs. His but. main opponent, he doesn't give a shit. He'll lose a dog a week yeah, as long right. as he gets another chance to try and kick Octavio's dog's ass. Mm. I do think they do well as well, not making it look too glamorous as well. There is the, the 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 money thing and you know the success of it, but <clears throat> it's it's still so wrong, and you can tell it's wrong. It's, and it's, it's a nasty place to be, and yeah, I think that's a good thing as well. They've saved it on that front as well because it really does not look glamorous at all. Mm. It's it's quite a low money kind of thing. We worked it out mm. that the ten thousand is about five hundred quid. Oh, is it really? Yeah, yeah, it's not it's not massive money. At all. So the the it's, big fight at the end mm. is for two grand, something like that, which so is that's a fair whack. It's a fair whack of money, but yeah. it, it you know it wouldn't buy you a seventeen inch MacBook Pro, <laughs> which is which is everything she every wants. Yeah. Right, right, right. I know what you're trying to <laughs> to put it in some sort of. If I was doing something as illegal and immoral as dog fighting, I would really want a big reward out of doing it. Let's you run know. away and live for the rest of our lives. No, let's get a MacBook Pro. Exactly. Where are you going to live? Where are you going to live? In a fucking tent. <laughs> That's why she won't go. 
It's like City of God, actually, in that respect. Because the, there's money flying around in City of God, but there's yeah. no glamour there at all. Mm. In fact, about as glamorous as that film gets is the club. Yeah. The club, mm. and that's a whole... This has been compared to City of God a couple of times Has as it? Well. Sure. I, I yeah. wouldn't and really do that, other than the fact that they're both in, filmed in squalid conditions. Mm. Well, it's partly that, and then I think this is, this is one of the sort of, I don't know, this is the more accessible foreign movie barrage i think this is one of the mm. you know this is one of the top 10 of the the last decade kind of it's much know, more mainstream than pseudo three dip, colors trilogy or something like yeah, that yeah dip, dip your finger into foreign cinema kind of amelie city of god amoris peros there that is this a recent thing that's happening in cinema then or is this do you think there's all you know how you get things like we think we're the first people to have something happen and we can sit here and go, there's been a resurgence of more mainstream foreign cinema of late, but has it always been there and we're just starting to notice it now? Yeah. Yeah. Because before that was Nikita and that was... Nikita. That, that was, was the kind of... See, but that's an earlier one, but I couldn't name you many more before But that's because that. we weren't into there's foreign cinema film. Cinema Paradiso, there's... Well, yeah, um, so many. There's, uh, yeah, Is Cellini it? stuff, there's right. like Bergman the, the, stuff, like The Seventh Seal and everything, like the more popular entries into world cinema, which have uh, not only got artistic value but commercial viability and therefore hit both markets simultaneously Tick. now that, the whole that's when <laughs> that's that's what you you're basically aiming for i mean with any film really you want to be able to please you want both a massive audience. international market yeah as much as but possible, the thing which it? connects i suppose <clears throat> city of god and morris perros and amelie in particular in, in they've all got subtitles <laughs> <laughs> Is exactly what I just said a second ago. In that they are very accessible to the average mainstream viewer, as well this as this is what this is what we the do art wrong. House crowd talking about what's wrong with the British film industry mm. is that we make films that make you go, "Oh, look at us, aren't we funny?" And they're good for us, but they're not good on an international level. I, I do, don't think. I think we make films like Amaris Peros, but they don't... I don't think we come close. I don't think, I think the Germans do. give mm. a crap about Love Actually and think. I'm not talking about Love Actually, actually because no, that doesn't even mouth, belong in the same sentence. No, this is what I'm saying, but, but that's, but that's by the mouth British does. film industry, that's the point. But Nil by Mouth does. Yeah, but that's yeah. old. That's what we've... we've lo- I agree. Huh? How old is it's ninety eight? All right, it's, not so, as, it's never it as old as I think it is. That no. film. What you're talking about is you're talking about mainstream British cinema, cinema. like yeah. mm. like Love Actually, as opposed to Four Weddings. Yeah, oh, Four Weddings, as opposed mm. to you know um, something like Pure Dead Man's Shoes, Dead Man's Shoes, yeah. My Summer of Love. Yeah, or, yeah. You, know, oh. you see, because see, that's all to a that, that's more low lower budget stuff as well. Mm. That's low, budget. and you don't get the feeling that Morris Perez is very low budget. You thing- know, it's shot on handheld, but you think that that's not because he could only get a handheld camera. The thing is, Mike Mike Lee is uh, is responsible for a lot of things. Mike Lee, and who's the other guy? The guy who did Four Weddings and all that. Richard Curtis. Richard Curtis. Yeah, Richard Curtis. Richard Curtis. Or you know that that crowd. So you, you've you've always kind of divided them into like you know, and then you had so you had the Richard Curtis films, and then you had the Mike Lee social realism. Yeah. And then in the middle, Train Spotting. Yeah, you know, yeah. But well, then yeah. in the middle, every now and then you'd get something like Train Spotting, The Full Monty, Brassed Off, or something like that. But mm-hmm. then it was always about you know the the plucky underdog from the north, and that became a cliche within itself. Mm. It did. And and never really vary between those three stems until recently we're getting more stuff but even then there's either still bogged down <coughs> with social realism or trying to capitalize on the oh yada 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 uh tally ho and we're whatnot. very british and what very what? british and we like a yeah. cup of tea and we're trying to sell this to the americans so we've got to drink like cups of tea and speak like this because they can't cricket. understand the colloquialisms <laughs> yeah. it on the quirk like lock stock and that type of thing yeah yeah, yeah. I think I think Inaritu in this one was given a bit of a helping hand uh, in a funny kind of way by being compared to Tarantino. Yes, yeah. and which is I why more people the saw this. Through. Yeah, I think that the. I think it's quite unfair. Yeah, but it was the me- me- yeah, it was the Mexican Pulp Fiction was yeah. what it was hailed as and everything. Yeah. Which in terms That's of just wrong structurally, wrong. yeah, structurally. Ish. So it's not normal. And there the comparison ends. He's yeah. a very, very intelligent. I mean, many of the directors are intelligent anyway, but he strikes me 
I saw him on interview on 21 Grams, and he strikes me as just a very, very intellectual bloke. I think he is intellectual. And it comes yeah. across in all his... Well, it comes across in those two films. 21 Grams, Certainly. I prefer to Amora's Prose. Yeah, me too. Marginally, but I still prefer 21 Grams. I think it's a fucking shit-hot film, and we should do that some other time. Yeah, with Babel about to come out and as well. I'm so I excited. I can't wait to see Babel. It's coming out next very, very, very couple quickly. of weeks. I think the reason City of God has been uh, compared to this mainly is due to the first story. Yeah. yeah it's probably. the escape. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's let's get thing. out of here. We need to leave, we need to leave. That's yeah. the thing. And young characters in mm. that position where they want to get out. Aspiring to get out of That's the, the comparison. Mm-hmm. He's also done... Uh, the writer of this also wrote uh, Three Burials. Did oh, he really? oh, did he? Mm-hmm. Ah, yeah. Right. Yeah, him which, as well. Which also yeah, yeah. fucks with the timeline See? immensely. Immensely, <laughs> Immensely. Yeah. That was very then, difficult yeah, to follow. No, it's quite similar, really, in yeah. structure, isn't it? Yeah. Three, again, rule of three. Mm-hmm. Holy Trinity. Holy Trinity. <laughs> Holy Trinity. <laughs> Talking of the Holy Trinity. Um, <laughs> El Chivo, the, the tramp, the goat. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't quite know why he's called the goat, but anyway... Uh, Anybody else got get a kind of a godlike sense from him? Well, in in terms of judgment, he looked like him. Yeah. Mm. If God was a hobo, God not God, like, God is a hobo. Likes Rolling Stones and uh, <laughs> keeps lots of dogs. Yeah. I love the fact. Maybe that, he does. Yeah, I did sort of kind of get that feeling because he certainly looks like it. Yeah, but um, she means shepherding and herding all the dogs. Yeah. There's a bit dogs. of that going on. Um, there's a point where. When we first meet him properly, when we first hear him speak, it's when the the cop and the guy have gone round to to make the contract with him, and he asked him where his glasses are, and he said, um, "I figure that if God wants me to see blurry, then I should see blurry." Yeah, I like that. Like yeah. he's accepting some kind of punishment or penance, um, and and his punishment is that he can't see very well. Mm. Um, and also maybe to blur him from reality a little bit. But the real stuff was about the Cain and Abel stuff with the brothers. Mm. I just loved that. I'm mm. going to leave it there. The headbutt in the supermarket's fucking oh, awesome. Yeah. Brilliant. Oh, my Sold nose started so well. hurting so bad when that happened. The, the crash itself. It's the noise. Three angles. Yeah. It's horrific. At the speed. Crash. At very good speed. I don't, <laughs> I don't know how they did it, but they did great it very impact. well. Yeah. Um, that's great. 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 <laughs> great. Um, I also one of the the other reasons I like. I think I've got to stick up for three a bit. Uh, the third part a bit because the the other thing I liked about it was the streak of humour. Yeah. There's that was a nice. there's a real streak of black I, if humor. It didn't, if it didn't have humor in that last act, we would have lost it big yeah, time. Yeah, just but he loves fucking with them. That's what I really liked. It was just the the stuff where he's got some guy handcuffed down and he he puts a drink in front of him. It's like, well, how am I supposed to drink it? And it's like, well, I'm waiting, not even fucking babysitter. Mm, yeah. And, uh, and then, like, what is it? Walks out and, like, you know, it's just cliched stuff like, you know, don't go anywhere to someone who's handcuffed to a building. But just mm. the way he did Stick it. Stick around. It was quite fun. Yeah, mm. you know, you can see Arnie doing these things. But, you know, it was still it was still quite amusing and quite entertaining. And then you've also got the tragedy of what happens to his little family, his his adopted family as well. That's yeah. that's horrific. Yeah, but in a kind of ah, you didn't think of that, did you? Kind of way. Every every act of kindness that he's made is completely undone by one act, of, another act of kindness, which was quite interesting. And yet he can't quite bring himself to rid him rid himself of this uh, this last one and that's the point when he decides he's not going to do it anymore he's not going to be the hitman anymore and change it you know where he can't actually go through with we can't really say I just want to speak about what the fuck it is we can't say it we can't not say Um, it really it's not fair no oh well but well, yeah. it's not fair. We could spoil this film, and then that's it. That's that's unfair. And I think that this is um, marginal enough mm. for not many people to have seen it. So therefore, we shouldn't ruin, we shouldn't ruin it. Mm. Weak performances. None. 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 I would Richie the dog. Richie. 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 Like <coughs> I've got the soundtrack as well to this at home. I love the soundtrack. 
Uh, it was good. We'd, it was it was one you notice. Yeah. The last music cue as well when he's. Uh, but I won't say what he's doing. <laughs> the last the, music. The, the last music cue is fucking fantastic. That yeah. one. Yeah. What um, a landscape as well. Mm. It's this black ground, this filthy, dirty feel to that place. Brilliant. Cinematography was fantastic. I want to make yep. a quick nod to the cinematography and the lighting, especially. Where's what's the <coughs> brother's name? Which one? Octavio, Octavio yeah. or Ramiro? Ramiro. Ramiro works in just like a, a cash and carry, doesn't he? Yeah, that yeah. sort of super, supermarket. supermarket. And the, this fluorescent lighting, and they've not treated the image, so it's come out green, and it's just fucking. Yeah. It just it gives you this horrible, horrible piss ridden sickly looking. Yeah. Mm. It's got a horrible sickly. It's not a warm feeling to it which is good because it matches him yeah. he's not warm he's sickly he's it's full of little things that like crops that. up in the bank he tries to rob as well so there might be yeah. quite a bit mm. of a colour scheme yeah. going mm. with him it reminds me a little bit of the lighting in one hour photo in no, the I haven't scene. seen that for ages so I can't remember I don't remember it's I just remember it's not good. the same colour thing but it's it's the effect of the fluorescent lighting in the shop mm. and stuff like that. It's, it's been it's like that bled out colour again, mm. isn't it? That you know, just show rawness yeah. and filthiness. Because mm. it does, it looks dirty. Well, that's the thing. Romero is he's raw, he's a raw, just evil bastard. There's no coating to him at all. Stain. No, he's and, quite sociopathic. And I think really. that's what's that's what's been done with the camera as well. There's no whenever he's on screen. There's no glazing for him at all no. with lenses or mm. with lighting or anything like that the camera shots are as raw as his he was another actor i recognized but i don't think i've actually seen in anything else he, there's a lot of people in this film who look a lot like other people mm. and that feels weird because mm. <laughs> <laughs> he i checked i i haven't seen anyone else in that film in any other film the guy who plays octavia's in babel yeah. Yes. Up. Um, yeah. He actually was a learned he well sentence somewhere. I think he went to the old Vic as well. He's actually British he's British trained. Oh right. Is it? As an actor, which I find but he hasn't actually been in anything speaking English yet. Wow. I don't think, which is quite Wasn't mad. He, was he, or he has, goal? No. No. I don't no. think so. Who's that? Um it's someone else. But that just Or maybe Babel opened up some. Well he him. is, he's speaking mm-hmm. English in, in Babel, isn't he? Yeah. Um so I, I, know I just found it fascinating because I read it in the paper a while back. I was like, oh, mm. shit. Because he has such a presence mm. on screen and I think we're going to see a hell of a lot more from him. Yeah, very good. Um, he just went a very strange way, like came to the UK and then obviously went back to Mexico to, to well, break well, like through. Well, like you would, quite frankly. Yeah, mm. really, to, to break through and has come at it from a very roundabout, almost through the back door. Through the back door, the long way around. But fair play, we will see a lot more of him. Definitely. So, favourite stories in Morris Perot's? Mine would have to be the first one. First I loved one, it. I first was one on for board me. the Definitely. whole way. My mm. favourite's the second one. No, just the third one. <laughs> <laughs> don't um, like the second one at all. Fast forward to no. the second one. But don't really. Don't no, really. Don't. Watch, the bo- watch the dog in the hole and sit there for an hour thinking, why didn't the dog just come out of the hole? Because the dog doesn't want to. Why, why? The, the dog, dog doesn't want to be with her. D- the dog, exactly, Tristan. <laughs> the dog does not want to be with her. She's a fucking cow. He's not even called Richie. Richie, Richie. And my name's he Simon. He can't go anywhere by himself <laughs> because she just keeps picking him up. He's a lap dog. It's a horrible thing. Mm. The dog um, would rather be eaten by rats, rats than be around her. <laughs> that is actually. I think that's deliberate. Yes. Yeah. Mine's the third one. Yeah, I, I think I prefer the third one. I think it's a much more um, deep and meaningful and measured story, and we we get to see mainly by this guy's expression how he's feeling about things and, and his story. That's the other interesting thing with the third one is that he's by himself for a lot longer than you know the second one she's got the husband to interact with uh, yeah. the, well the boyfriend to interact with the first one he's got a whole load of characters to interact with yeah. whereas the third one he's just got the dogs really we don't get and a his lot marks. Of dialogue from him not a lot but in yeah like you say through expressions he says everything a lot. I think there's one revealing conversation and that's it mm, yeah yeah I'll agree with that Right then. We need to wrap this up. Yes. Okay. Is it a long one? I don't know if we've got server space for this episode, you know. 
if you're listening. <laughs> well done, Bevan. Bevan just fell. Out of your from a sitting position. From a sitting position. As you do. This is why we don't move around when podcasting. <laughs> Only he doesn't. That's because he won't stop. That's because I get bored. Um, so, so let's do this. Let's. No, I'm not doing all, the iPod Nano competition yet. We'll do that very last. We'll do it after the closing music. <laughs> So no, okay. why subject people to that amount of torture? Because it's awesome. People, you know, I left it off once, and I got emails of complaint. They were just me. I, I to shit make you not. Feel I good. got I got emails going. Where's the music? Why haven't you put the music on? I need the music. No, what? no one said what? I need no. the Listen, music. Mm. I don't believe you. If no you were that person music. who said that, please email Tristan and said no. I need the Good music. Um, right then. What are you eating from that little jar? You've been because they glucose like, tablets. You're eating glucose tablets. Yeah. Oh yeah. No wonder he's fidgeting. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> sugar rush. It's terrible, you know. I can just hear you eating on the microphone, going out around the world. It's just, you know, saddens me. So I got told off for drinking. Because no. we can. Hear, it was a very disapproving kind of husband kind of look, wasn't it? Don't drink. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Just don't drink. <laughs> Just for, just for 45 minutes, just refrain, that's all, you know, anyway. Yeah. So there's something it. we need to talk about before, because you're going to jump in and say podcast alley. No, I'm not. I was going to say, can we refer to you as Richie from now on? Richie, Richie. Only if we can... No, carry on. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for all your votes on podcast alley. We didn't... No. No, right. what? Oh, Come yeah, on. sorry, no. Um, was that a no, yes, no? It yes, was so a, oh, I've said no, but actually I didn't mean to you meant, or yeah, need to, like, but it came out. But and, thanks oh, for God. cutting me off anyway. Yeah. Um, thank you for all your votes on thank podcast, Ali. Amazing. Third. 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 Oh, yes. oh Third my position. God, can you feel it? Oh, I can feel it. Also, nobody used lubricant. <laughs> <laughs> now then, we'd like you to vote on podcast, Ali, again. That's all well and good. Very good. All that, if you feel like it. Thank it's you a very new month, much. You know. However... Something more important has come up. Ah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And oh, yeah. it's been said, why haven't they said anything about this? Well, because we recorded three episodes a month ago, and then this thing happened, so we've not been able to address it. Those of you slightly in the know may be well aware now that dig.com has added a podcasting section. Is that as in Dig Nation? As in Dig. Yeah. yeah. Dig. D-I-G-D.com. Yeah. It's the site that the podcast comes from. It's not the site of the podcast, mm. if you see what I mean. Yeah, and they've added a podcasting section and you go and you dig your favourite podcast and we're in there well all the shows are in there and so it's now more important that people if you can and this is important only if you're generally a dig user anyway yes. if you don't use dig normally or regularly don't bother because your vote won't count you'll just be wasting your time but if you are if a you dig regularly user, use dig we'd really appreciate it if you'd go and Dig out a podcast. That would be marvellous. And the others as well. That would be great. Because mm. no one has dug those because they're on page 27. Yeah. <laughs> with one dig, which was the one I put on when, <laughs> I, when I put the podcast on the site. But Movies You Should See is doing very well. So uh, please go and dig that if you have to dig one of them. But don't if you don't use dig. You're, you're digging now. <laughs> this is the most uses of the word dig in a paragraph. <laughs> you dig you dig you dig um, so that's dig. all the MySpace. voting MySpace you can join us on MySpace MySpace.com forward slash movies you should see add but, our profile give us some messages give us some comments picture comments as well they're always welcome don't message me I hate getting them on MySpace if someone you can with, email us uh, if someone with a profile called uh, lover wants to ask me Again, to be a friend, please do. Um, I deleted you because I thought your profile was seedy, but it seems that you've asked movies you should see to be a friend as well. Uh, and may I suggest a name change? <laughs> you seedy fucker. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, so you can add our individual profiles as well, and if you're lucky, we'll accept them. Um, just to let you know, <laughs> if you are sort of mailing about movies you should see, then do mail the actual uh, movies, movies you should see page. Movies you should see at simplysyndicated.com is a good email address to use because we all get it. That's true. Everybody most of, it, most of us can pick up the MySpace messages as well, so yeah. I won't, though. Yeah, I, I, know. I, I hate that fucking site. 
Um, we have other podcasts for you to listen to, and the best way to do it is to go to Simply Syndicated. Put this, subscribe to this feed, simplysyndicated.com slash simplyhere.xml, and you'll get all our podcasts on one feed on several days of the week. Simply here, H E A R. H A E A R. Yeah, yeah. All of the above. <laughs> Confuse me, I'm slightly dyslexic when I speak, apparently. <laughs> this just brings us to the very end. We've had amazing entries for the iPod Nano competition. People entering a competition, more than it just makes one a person. fucking change. Yes, yes. it does. Mm. Um, Nobody wanted my Wrath of Khan DVD. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's been some great entries, actually. We've had a tough time picking a winner, mm-hmm. we, although we have picked one. Yes, mm. we have. Are we going to go through run run through some ones that we've liked? Should we have the the sort of the top three? Yeah. Okay. Um, there was a Garth one. That was that the Garth one. It's like some people do things just because they get paid, and that's just really sad. Oh well, that the competition was, was, of course. Yeah. In yeah. case you haven't realised, oh, yeah. it was what did Scarlett um, Bill Murray say to Scarlett Johansson at the end of Lost in Translation? Yeah, and the <laughs> nobody took it seriously. Nobody actually tried to give us what they thought might have been said. I wasn't expecting anybody to second. No one made a slightest attempt. They were all joke answers. I think Toronto Kev uh, tried to get us to uh, try to give his opinion of the context of what was said, but he didn't say the actual words. So Kev took things more seriously than anybody else. Sorry. I think fair play. Thank, thank you. So who was the Garth? Who was the Garth coming? That was from James. That was from James. So okay. that was a close one. Well done, James. Came yeah. in third. Didn't win anything. Don't tell him he came in third. Tell I don't know if he third. came in third. We didn't rank. We them. didn't rank them. We just picked a winner. So it's a lie. It's a lie. We're doing it in reverse order in my head. Though. Are we? Yeah. Okay. So he was third. Okay. So who was second? Second place. <laughs> second place. We have Lux the poet with "Are You the Gatekeeper," which had me. Really <laughs> yeah, that made me piss. <laughs> really did. It's just one prize. No, I know. I know. <laughs> still, you know, you know it's okay. saying thanks for the effort. And um, the winner has to be. And this this killed me. <laughs> when can, I we, can we have a breeze? A brief pause. Uh, a for breeze a, pause. A brief pause. And I'll, I'll later edit in a fanfare. Sound effect before you say the name of the one. Oh, should we should just not a do a knee, pause, knee yeah. drum roll. Yeah, do it. Do a drum a, roll. A breeze pause. And the winner is Jason. For I'm leaving you for Clancy Brown. <laughs> That actually made me... Yeah, that knocked me off my chair. I really did <laughs> laugh my ass off. Um, so, Jason, we will get in touch with you. Well and, done, um, Jason. Well done. Thank you for all your entries. Yes. Some of you tried very hard. Very, very, very hard. hard. Some of you are just very trying. <laughs> <laughs> Little dad joke there for you. <laughs> That's almost as bad as my old man's one, which was, uh, I've got a car... It's in a state. No, really, it's in a state. <laughs> uh, you was... know what I noticed when we're talking about dads? <laughs> <laughs> dads are funny. Yep, you and I are both wearing cardigans. Right? <laughs> yes, you are. There's no escaping that. No, what did you say on and, New and Year's and Eve? You I'm... said, hang on a minute, let me check myself. Um, uh, cardigan, real ale, roll up. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Get this car off me and give me some classes now. So, Put some rave on. We're going to a rave. So has uh, anyone heard my impression of an extractor fan? That's a brilliant joke, don't you dare. Go on, go on. I don't haven't my, heard it. Do you want to hear my impression of an extractor fan? Yeah, I do, yeah. I used to like tractors. This is doing loving anymore. tractors, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Well, thanks, thanks for cutting it. It's all right. It, it was, it, I've saved everybody. It's all right. I, I told that joke. A year and a half ago, you did actually. It's right. actually in the the big thing script as well. Is it? It never is. <laughs> it is. And the guy takes about as long as Craig does to tell a joke. It's amazing. Right. Why is it in there? Because it's on the stand-up sequence. Where did that come from? You have to watch it. Did that come from me saying it. No. Oh, good. <laughs> Although that would have been good. Actually. Okay, but, you should relieve now because yeah, it's let's, just crap. You won't fit on the server. <laughs> right. Out of here. Goodbye. Thank you for listening. We'll be back next week. Adios, See you later, amigos. Bye. Yes. Bye. Bye. Thanks. Goodbye. Thank you. Bye. No. On the top. Bye.
Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.